Thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux, coming to you remotely from New York City, right down the street from the Javits Center. We can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. You know, if you guys are new to our audience, thank you. Um, we're also available on 11 other platforms, whether you're on Blueberry or Twitch or one of those other ones. Um, I do want to let you guys know that on Twitch, Patreon, as well as Anchor, you can contribute to our program. We are listener supported, soon to be sponsored, and uh, all that good stuff. But we depend on you. So contribute what you can as you can, okay? Um, so we are now moving into the brief introduction of our panel on this Thursday. I have joining me Mr. Brian Parker. Mr. Brian Parker, though he works in hospitality, is sometimes an actor. Today he's acting like the fool and wore the fool's wig to let us know. Okay, then we have Nurka Encarnacion. She is an activist and probably what she needs to activate is people getting her name right. They call her Eureka, they call her Nurka, and they call her New York. Um, I don't know what they're calling her this week, but God bless her and we're happy to have her back here. Then we have um, Mr. Daniel John. Even though he has a PhD, he does not want to call you doctor. And I once said that he's pursuing his PhD, and Lord knows I got called out for it. But my brother, you sent your bio. Your bio's being put into the production plan, so eventually I'm going to get it right, okay? And then I have uh, Ms. Cherokee Black. Not only is Cherokee Black a YouTube personality, but she's also an entrepreneur, and she does a lifestyle blog. And she is in the business of telling you how to live your life more healthy. Lastly, let me add Mr. Samuel Kachera. He's lived in China. He's lived in Australia. He's now living in North America. He's born in the Bronx, but his business acumen is worldwide. So now that we are here today and we are going into Thursday's program, um, I love when I do this. You guys notice that I do this quite often. Okay, I found my subject matter. So everybody can leave me alone and stop talking. I'm over 50, let it ride. Okay, economic lockdown, bad statistics or terrible information. Um, we are all on quarantine. We are all coming to you remotely. Recently, a uh, podcast from Vibe, where Dr. Judy Maskevich or Malkovich or whatever, however you pronounce her name, let me not, you know, degrade her. I'm just not good at pronouncing her name. But the bottom line is that she made some very, very intelligent, precise comments in reference to, um, and to Dr. Fauci and all that other stuff. The world is paranoid right now. And so what has happened is everything is shut down. 
in my lifetime, I never thought we would shut down the globe. They're doing more business on Mars than we're probably doing on Earth right now. So the Martians, got to see if they have a job for me. <clears throat> but anyway, I'd like to ask you guys, with the stats and the info that we're getting, um, is the, do you believe where we are right now that the information is distorted or doctored or deliberate? And I'd like to know who gains from the lockdown. Um, I'm going to ask Mr. Mr. Daniel, give us your thought. Who gains from the lockdown? So I, uh, the government wants us to believe that the, the human race benefits from the lockdown. Uh, and uh, so country by country, they have decided that it is better um, for uh, the lockdown to be in place so that um, you know, more people will not get infected. But I also am seeing that when the United States takes a step forward, that automatically means, you know, about 75, 100 other countries are taking the same step forward, sometimes without even doing their own, their own um, analysis, without doing their own um, research, they just follow the same thing. So um, they think if, if it's good for the United States, then it should be good for us too. Uh, and, and in many cases, you know, they take same decisions. I, I remember when George Bush, uh, Bush 41, had um, this, uh, announced mm -hmm. that, um, you know, the smoking was going to be uh, restricted in buildings, in government buildings. So immediately other countries started following suit. And, um, oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah. I, did, I had no idea about that. And uh, more recently, like vaping, this government, Trump administration announced vaping, um, you know, the, the, the vaping with flavors um, is, uh, you know, supposed to be bad for your health. So uh, here in the United States, um, it was um, uh, banned. Uh, first it was restricted and it got banned. And uh, other countries that are probably not even, that don't even have access to, you know, uh, vaping equipment and vaping flavors and so forth. They made the same announcement. So, but I'm I'm still not clear who is gaining from the lockdown. Did you answer that question in the beginning? The human race, the human race. Um, so, it's a country by country, it's a Trump advocates for the United States. He's the is the MAGA man. So he says he's making America great again. So he doesn't want his uh, citizens to be infected. I just want you to know I'm coming to your house later today and I want some of the Kool-Aid that you're drinking because maybe then I'll be a little less partial. Um, Cherokee Black, who's gaining from the lockdown? You um, said you're an asthmatic. You said you're an elder. And you also mentioned that you're someone who's going to continue to wear your mask. Who benefits from the economic lockdown? Um... I don't know that an economic shutdown is benefiting the 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 country in that a lot of businesses are having to go out of business. Um, I I don't I don't I can't I can't objectively answer the question. I'm okay, gonna I'm going to jump to Brian, Brian Parker. Brian. Okay, I'm going to jump to Brian Parker right quick. Brian Parker, you work in hospitality. Yesterday, I was out in the street 
and a gentleman was putting the gates down on his business. It was an Irish bar. New York State, where you live, has said that restaurants will be able to operate at 25% capacity. One is assuming that they'll say the same for hotels and events and et cetera. Who's benefiting from the economic lockdown? And you work at hospitality. You're still working from home. Bless you for that. Who's benefiting? I mean, to be honest, some of our, some of our hotels are... Where's the uh, wig? Hmm? Where's the wig? Oh, I threw it over. I'm sorry. No. It, no. What has the wig have to do with it? Because people are too damn serious and take things too personal. And sometimes you need a little sense of humor. If you can't laugh at yourself and if you can't poke fun, then what do you got? All right. So now. There you go. Now, some of our hotels are actually benefiting because of their location. And I'll, I'll give an example of the ones in my portfolio. Um, I have one in Panama City that um, the last two weekends have sold out every night at over $180 a night. So they've benefited from the fact that people are having cabin fever, people are wanting to have some sense of normalcy. So with those beaches open, they have benefited uh, greatly. Um, wow, good information, great information. Uh, gotta go to my co-host Samuel Kachera because I don't know if Bob, Bob from uh, Long Island, are you back on the line? I'm here. Great. Yeah, Bob is here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Samuel a quick question. Trump is all about the economy. He's a businessman. He's run hotels. He's run casinos. Billionaires yeah. are losing money. Billionaires are losing money, and they're desperate for us to get back to work. Billionaire. You lean right. They'll never be broke. <laughs> okay, you lean right, and the right believes that government should not have a say in business, and I agree with that. What do you think? And who is benefiting from this economic lockdown? From the economic lockdown, the lockdown is designed to somehow save lives, right? Somehow don't spread the, uh, the coronavirus, the Chinese virus. That's the, that's the economic lockdown. That's, that's a human lockdown. <clears throat> the um, businesses, um, the government should not be involved in businesses. I mean, the government is the one who's dictating the businesses don't open. Yeah, which is all, I, I'm sorry, I just don't see how being in the uh, the next Great Depression is going to benefit our country as a whole. But Excuse it is me. an election year, and we know that Trump is concerned about being reelected. Excuse me, well, um, no. health and hospitals are benefiting, right? Health, health and hospitals insurance companies and pharmaceuticals are benefiting. Well, I would, I, I would challenge you because yes no. uh, I'll say yes and no on that because they, they really shut down a lot of elective uh, surgery procedures to, right. to be able to handle the, you know, the coronavirus patients. So okay. they lost all that revenue. And then as things have subsided, they've still got that elective surgery put on hold. So they've lost money. So, oh, excuse oh, me for yawning, folks. Um, yes. So I, I, I asked that question because, you know, Bobby, I wanted to ask you, in your business, you're a sole proprietor, has your business benefited from the current crisis? No. It has? It has not. Has it benefited? No. Absolutely not. Now, 
not at all. And how long will you be able to continue at the current rate? Well, I won't. It's my business is different from the restaurant community. For example, I'm not shut down. I just can't meet with clients. I can't. You're bubbled. Correct. It's it's. I can still make phone calls and and so and send emails. I just can't physically meet with clients. I love it. I love it because the reality is for most of us that this is putting a hamper in our side. Um, Sam, I understand that you have a question for the right. You want to throw get get in there? Well, yeah, but it's off topic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm I'm, I'm going to continue. Uh, let's stay uh, on topic for a while. Can I make an on topic comment? Let's stay yeah. On topic. Yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. My my belief is there there is a political element to the lockdown. And I, I base that on the evidence that we're seeing. Most of the blue states are in favor of opening up sooner versus later, once things have been, you know, gotten under control in their states. And the evidence of that is, is Georgia, is Florida. I will say there is an exception. Colorado also I, wanted to I'm, open I'm, up. I'm road. confused. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did, did you just say the blue states are in favor I'm sorry, um, the red states. I, I, I apologize. Okay, we need to clarify for yes. our audience. So when you say Georgia and My Florida, and Florida My those error. are red states. Yes. The red states are in favoring in favor of ending the lockdown or at least releasing some of these stringent requirements much sooner than the blue states, like New York, New Jersey, are. Okay. In terms so, of, in terms of, a, of a political agenda, the way that Bobby is mentioning, I sort of agree with him. Um, I think that the red states want to open because they want the country open and they want to start, they want everyone to be able to live their lives properly, earning the money that they need and things like that. I think the blue states not wanting to open is because that's a political agenda more so than a, than a human one. And I think that's because they want to be able to ultimately say um, Trump had something to do with the pandemic. And look, he couldn't manage the finances. You know, Pelosi trying to blow it out the water with $3.1 trillion uh, bailout stimulus. And, um, okay. and not opening means no one is working so that they can have a talking point for the future election to say, oh, well, he couldn't do his job right. Wait, wait a minute. And you don't think the same can be said that Trump is trying to open too soon so the economy can rebound and then he can tout that at his rallies as... I delivered us back. Yes, I think so. But but I think there's more of a leg to stand on because no one really can survive too much longer with no money in their pocket. Well, that's true, Sam, but nobody can also uh, stand to be out of work because now they've contracted the virus and they've given it to everybody. Okay. There's a fine line between this, and I, no, I agree. I'm, and I'm not saying, and, and I'm not saying, and, and I agree with you. I think there's a political lean both ways. To be honest with you, I see. I agree with everything you said as far as yes, would Democrats like to be able to say Trump fucked up the economy? Absolutely. Anything to get his ass out of there. Any no, Democrat right. to tell you different is a lying piece of shit. Right. So I, I agree with that. Thanks. But but at the same time, the blue states are more dense. You have to get it right because we have not encountered this. And to this date, there is no cure. You and know, hold on. I, uh, I can speak about the body. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Please, this please. Body my, is one of my passions and my areas of expertise. So the other thing. Huh? 
<laughs> but I can tell. You're correct about that and that there is, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> there is no cure, you're correct. And, right. there, and there won't be a cure. A right. virus, there is no cure for any virus that we know about, really. Yeah, true. Right? A virus is a virus. So, right. that, so eventually we have to just come to grips with it and get back to work. True. Yeah? Um, with the virus, you can, you can, I mean, they're gonna, they're looking for the vaccines and all of this stuff and, sure. and they're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep on looking for vaccines. I mean, how long have they been looking for the vaccines? Right. Today? Because vaccines cost because, money. Right. But it's the vaccines, like even for HIV, the vaccines that you can get vaccines for whatever. Right. But there's yeah. no cure. Right. No cure. Whether the, that can, that's debatable, whether there actually is a cure for one or not. That's debatable, right? Because we think there's a cure for cancer. We think that there's a cure for HIV. They're just not releasing it. Uh-huh. But in the current, the, the current consciousness, right? There is no vaccine for, for any virus, really. I mean, right. sorry, there's no cure for any virus, really. Right? right? So eventually, with um, social distancing, with mm-hmm. mask wearing, with proper hygiene, we just have to sometime, at some point, Get we back in our lives. We do. We just gotta get back. So then you're right. The point. The problem is when. Right. And but, but see, but see, the other problem with that too, Sam. And I know that you guys always talk about um, not wanting to nationalize stuff. But when you got one state deciding, okay, this is our criteria, and then another state saying, well, this is our criteria, and then these groups of states saying, well, we're not going to open before they open because then people will just cross state lines. There's not a unified message. Now, if there was a unified message and people were deviating, then that would be one thing. But, but, but Brian, people, it. people do deviate. Um, it, Nyarka is on the line, correct? No, she's not. No. She is not. And that's unfortunate because she has made a conscious choice not to immunize her daughter. Right. When I found out from Dr. Judy what was put into the vaccines, I would not let them stick a needle in my body either. When we're taking things from animals and taking things from humans and putting them together, we're trying to do the work of God or whatever other spiritual creation that you believe in. And if you don't believe in anything, okay, and you believe that something comes from nothing, then more power to you. But anyway. So you're saying it's your DNA, right? Eh? The vaccines compromise your DNA. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is the vac- the vaccines compromise everything. Right. I everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've never taken a food shot again. From the from mm-hmm. the from the food that we eat, and my production manager wrote me that Jeff Bezos and Amazon is benefiting. Amazon mm-hmm. also owns Whole Foods. Whole Foods does well because people will, they will pay more money for organic, non-GMO, non-blah blah 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 blah. Okay, so if cases continue to increase, do we just allow businesses to fail? Because I don't know any business that can operate at 25% capacity, period. Right. So this goes back to what Brian and I were just talking about. The Mm -hmm. question is when, right? Right. Brian, that that makes me add one more question to what you said. Mm -hmm. That question is, uh, do we nationalize it? Like, in order for one state to operate or another state not to operate because they're not ready and people crossing state lines. So the question is, do we unify do we, or do we do it sort of on demand? 
this state is ready, open. Right. If yeah, people, because well, it's because, just like the CDC. They have guidelines for us all to follow. It doesn't right. mean that New York will be ready when North Carolina is. Right. But New York knows that when you hit the certain threshold, then there's no reason not to open. But now okay. everything is being looked at through a political lens. I'm going to throw a quick question out there to everybody. So, uh, Mr. Daniel, who does not like to be called doctor, he works in conjunction with some healthcare professionals. Bobby is a sole proprietor. He's interacting with people usually, but now he has to operate from home. Mr. Brian Parker works in hospitality. Miss, Miss Cherokee Black is a personality front with a theater background. Not that Mr. Brian Parker is not an actor. I don't want to negate you. Because I tell you, you're wearing that wig better than Whitney, brother. Um, <laughs> I know. Should I, should I, why, I, I'm going to get my union. part outside. <laughs> well, I was in a couple of movies and all that stuff myself, but I decided I don't like okay. auditioning to hire myself. Okay, Brian. Yeah. yeah. That oh, looks like I... my Metro card. I'm just going to change a couple of letters. <laughs> so... It says sag after, honey. See? Yeah, and I'll tell. And right now, what's sagging, and it won't be after, but before, is this economy. So, with that being said, um, Bobby, business owner, your business is about to get anonymous. No one's going to know who it is or where it is or what it is because they can't see you. They can't connect with you. Do we what's just allow got, businesses what's to What's that got to do with the flu? Well, that's a very good question. Politics and business sometimes don't mix well. That's true. Or religion. You're right. Okay. Mm. So Bobby makes a, what I think is a good point. There's no cure for the flu. If this is a flu on steroids, that means you should be washing your hands. You should not. You should be sneezing into your sleeve. All things that we should be doing anyway. Into your shirt if you don't have a tissue. But you can't just cover your hand and sneeze because it comes out. These things used to be common sense from the Cherokee era. From the Samuel and Marquis era, I would say, yes, generally when we use the John, we wash our hands. But not everyone is doing that. Um, Samuel. I yell at people in the movies, in the bathroom. Why? I yell at women because they come out of the bathroom and they just nonchalantly just leave without washing their hands. I mean, Jesus, where were you raised? People are nasty. They do it in the men's room, too. Yeah, it's yeah. nasty. All the time. All the time. Okay, so there's bad hygiene. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so... Before COVID. Okay, yes. so, there's, so there's Brian Parker running accounts from his home. There is... Bob from Nassau, the anonymous conservative, doing business from his home. Samuel Kuchera doing business from his home. Cherokee Black doing business from her home. Is there any commonality in anything that I've said there? Home. Home. <laughs> is where the heart is. That's it. Yes and no. The commonality is that each of you has the means to have internet access. And not everyone has internet access, and so not everyone can work from home. There are children that need to get iPads so they can do their lessons. And if they don't have the iPad or whatever tablet or, or laptop they're going to use, they can't do their lessons. 
difference. So we're now seeing with the current crisis, the class differences in America. So Rob Arnold, who was on yesterday's show said, um, one thing he doesn't like is class envy and jealousy. Samuel, before I go to you, is this class, uh, is this class envy or am I jealous? I, I don't have, I live in cement walls. I don't have proper internet access and I couldn't get into my iCloud for two weeks. Sounds like you might be jealous. <laughs> I might be jealous. Daniel John, go ahead. Um, yeah, I would agree with him. Um, you know, you need to either step out more or <laughs> be out in the open where you can I, get a better I, signal. And I'm glad you say that. I should step out more. But when the library, public library is closed, when the Wi-Fi cafe is closed, when the park, uh, the Wi-Fi was very inconsistent, consider that closed. And when you're home, you can't get proper internet, consider that closed. Then am I jealous or am I bringing up a legitimate issue? Um, Requires some thought, I'm glad you did. Yeah, not sure that is a legitimate issue because none of us are complaining. Are complaining. I, pay, I pay for my Wi-Fi from Spectrum. So yes. I think Wi-Fi should actually be free. Yep. Mm. I agree. Kids I have agree. to have it to do their homework. Yes. So. Oh, but wait a minute, Cherokee. Did you ask for something for free? No. Oh. They don't well, give you, you know, the Democrats are always you can't get you have to you have to pay for the Wi-Fi. And but, they but have a my know, building has a contract with Spectrum, so I can't even shop around. But you know, somebody had to build out the network for spectrum and and it, we certainly can't ask the republicans to pay for that because the democrats always have their hand out so why aren't you willing to pay as a senior citizen you should be able to pay the rate Ooh. i paid the rate obviously yeah. i'm talking to you that was yeah. not my point i said wi-fi should be free so that people that are under you know people that are having problems can have access the world is run on the internet the internet you're right international highway everybody should be allowed to have a so what i'm doing that. what i just did is threw the nonsense back at you right that the right will say that someone should pay for it so we've gotten to the point that wi-fi can be the difference of saving a life or not mm -hmm. okay uh, i'm going to go to bobby we're conserving but what but but but, but who are we serving and what are we conserving uh, what are you referring to, though? That's a good question. What am I referring to? Should Can I answer that? Can I answer that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you, and then I'm going to jump back to Bobby. Go ahead. Yeah. You so earlier, sorry, your, earlier your question was about uh, the the economic um, uh, lockdown and who was benefiting and so forth, and you hinted towards Amazon, Costco, Instacart, and all those. Um, you know, there's many such businesses, Uber Eats and Uber, you know, those ride server sharing services, many of those have benefited. But in terms of who is conserving, um, there's many parts of the country, many parts of the world where, where there was a lot of thick smoke and environmental pollution. It's now, those areas are visible. And uh, they were showing a snapshot of India, you know, from India to see the Himalayas, it was not possible because it was polluted air and clouds and this and that. And now all of a sudden you can see. 
And one second for our audience, um, when he said Himalaya, we would say Himalaya. Just Himalaya. so you're okay. clear on Got that. Okay. Continue, sir. Yeah. So, um, so you know, lot lots of such areas. Now, even in our news, we see um, uh, animals that are stepping out onto streets and so forth. You know, because there's less people out there. Um, so, conservation. There's um, we are all conserving energy. We are not driving as much, going mm -hmm. to our job. We are staying at home and working. Um, in the process, uh, we are getting the benefit of uh, having more quality time with our families. That's right. Uh, and and um, uh, sometimes in many play, in many cases, people are doing nothing and getting paid for it and not feeling bad about it. Um, so, and we're saying you know, we're healing the environment, and hopefully we are breathing in cleaner air. Yes, you know the. Uh, um, so, um, so there's some benefits like that. Um, you're able to listen to the birds sing. You're able to enjoy the nature environment uh, a little bit better. Uh, you are interacting more with your neighbors. Um, so there's some benefits that are that uh, are there built in uh, innate in nature that um, uh, you know uh, people suddenly are valuing and getting to recognize as being valuable. Um, I want to jump to you, Bobby, right quick, but I want to add some comments that have been added onto the feed. Uh, Brian Parker asked the panel, um, so then should we have an EPA? Uh-oh, but Brian, oh no, come on. Mm -hmm. You open up that can of words. Regulation? Well, regulation kills the free market. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut you off because you're gonna give me your, your liberal speech. Okay, Bobby, go ahead. Well, speaking of regulation, I, I uh, Back many years ago, I had a temporary assignment at the EPA, putting together a database for uh, environmental uh, contingency emergencies. Okay, that means you're part of the problem. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but but my point is, regulation is not necessarily a bad thing. No. Overregulation is the problem. Agreed. And we do have overregulation in a lot of areas. I will agree with you. Agree. And, and one of the, I think one of the strengths of President Trump, he has eliminated a lot of the overregulation that's gone on in this country. And that's actually helped to have the economy, uh, you know, be very, very strong. My, my conservative brother, I think that we all can agree that Trump doesn't follow any rules but his own. Would you not? No, I wouldn't say he doesn't follow his rules. You know, he's got... Uh, you wouldn't. You're right. You're right. But, uh, but my point is, you know, Trump is not a... He's not... You, people call him the king and the dictator and the emperor. I've heard all this nonsense. He's got to go through Congress to get things funded. You know, Congress makes the laws. You know, come on. There it is. Um, um, I'm not even going to get into... Mic drop, Brian. Huh? Bobby made a mic drop right there. Not really, because Trump also then sat there and did an executive order and re, uh, took funds to build his border wall without going through Congress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah uh, but he pulled money from one area to use it there. 
that he wasn't intended for and he didn't have the approval to do it. Okay, so listen, not let's, let's not justify bypassing the will of the people. Let's not do that. Yeah, we, I mean, that's, not, that's not who like we to are today. To I'd like to get back to vaccine for a minute, okay? Just one question on vaccine for a moment. And if you like, we'll continue. Right. But, um, but there's, been, there's been a lot of talk about the, the corona vaccine that is coming up, possibly becoming mandatory. Yeah? Now, I'm a person who loves my body. I, I want to know everything going inside of my body. We I haven't it. had a vaccine. Huh? We see it. Thank you. you wait, you, 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 love, you love your body? I love my body. I love my body. Your very ego. Love my body very much. Thank you very much. And your ego? Yeah, no. I'm not so egotistic. Not like you. <laughs> so, yeah, let's so, not go there, Marquis. Come on. Excuse me, Cole, uh, could yeah, you mute, mute Sam's mic right quick? <laughs> <laughs> this so, is like the real housewives of Atlanta. Mute. Continue. <laughs> Please. Okay, Sam. So, uh, anyway. I want to know everything that's going inside of my body. Sure. Um, in order for, for me to feel comfortable, how I proceed, making mm -hmm. my decisions. So if the, if the talk is true, I'm not sure that it is. It could just be conspiracy. But if the talk is true, that the, the vaccine will be made mandatory. Um, Hell to the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Before you continue, Brian Parker, I need you. I need you. You're, I'm queuing you in. Hell no. Okay, there you go. Now back to you, Sam. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you all think about that ruling? Would you accept that or? Never. I'm not Never. Doing it. What Never. Do do they could put me on the bus and put me in the plastic casket. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Mm. I'm letting y'all know I'm not doing it. And whether we get a sponsor or not, fuck you. I don't fuck like you. I don't like and the bullshit. Excuse me. Fuck you and the bullshit that you're allowing these chemicals to go into this air. United States, come on now. Stop the bullshit. Stop the bullshit now, US. Come on now. You this 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 stuff, you're killing the mosquitoes. Y'all know that stuff isn't good. The stuff I didn't that you're putting on that food, when I was a child. chemicals you're putting on that food. Put get out of down. get out of bed with Dow. Get out of bed, get out of bed with DuPont. Get out of bed with those people, US. I agree These with chemicals you. are not good. If you're right, if you're right people and you call yourselves Christian, don't do the work of God. Get the fuck out of the way and let God do God's job. Okay. That's my right. rant. Now, and back um, to you, Sam. Right. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Before, before I continue, Dr. John, what's your opinion? Uh, um, on, uh, Forgive my uh, language, please. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> So, um, I wanted, I mean, uh, maybe you can tell me what you guys are talking about. I think I, I lost you guys. What are we? The vaccine is being made mandatory. What's your thoughts on that? Vaccine is being made mandatory. Um, I, I have not heard that for one, but I also, yeah, I also think that, um, you know, the Trump administration may be just, um, trying to, you know, the Fauci and Dr. Burks and all, uh, they're acting like they're, you know, uh, vaccines in the horizon here. Um, but it probably is not. More than likely, it is not. And they are making it appear like um, it's going to happen soon and so forth. But they're, you know, to me, it is clear. And I'm thinking that, you know, they're scrambling 
trying to get us to find a solution, but there is, they have not been able to find something. We have a lot of Democrats that are saying, um, we don't, they don't want business to, to open because there is no vaccine. That's stupid. Because everybody's not going to take it. Right. Everybody's not going to take the vaccine. But a lot of them. I'm scared because of this. I'm afraid of the flu shot. So, so let so okay. So let's be clear on a couple of things. Um, you know, in the United States, uh, the Jews have a history, and they make their history very well known about the yeah. Holocaust, an extremely tragic event. Um, but you know, in the Jewish faith there are several subsets and those subsets don't even get along with each other. And many people have a very challenging time understanding the Hasids. Um, I see a community that openly discriminates because they say religion, but they're not going to, they're not going to necessarily rent to me in their neighborhood because their religion comes first. I'm going to say, and I brought this up before on the program that as a Christian scientist, there are certain things that I won't do to my body because the, the religion falls under the tenet of the science of Christianity is first spiritual. So those people that are calling themselves Christian, when you put more faith in the doctor than in your creator, how Christian are you? I will just leave that and I'll go back to the panel. Right. So the issue is this. The government can be manipulated. I'm not saying that I believe the conspiracy at all. There's this kind of a thinking going on. In fact, the president, Donald Trump, has said he's not going to, he has no plans to make it mandatory. However, the government can be quite creative. This year in October, the... Um, well, probably- creative is such a good word. Can we, just, can, can we just say intentional or destructive? Your, your driver's license... Your driver's license, you will now need an enhanced driver's license to travel between states. Real ID. Then I guess I won't be traveling. Okay. so Or or I'll be bootlegging it. If you don't have an enhanced driver's license, you can substitute just by using your passport. Right. Effective in October, we need a passport or an enhanced driver's license to cross state lines. Or Or get on the plane. So is a passport going to require a vaccination? Wait. So the, the, my thinking is this, and I've sort of heard in the, around, is that uh, if you don't take the, the vaccine, let's say it's not mandatory. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the vaccine, maybe uh, your child doesn't have vaccine, cannot go to school. Or you don't have a vaccine, maybe you can't cross state lines because a different state might have a requirement that you must be vaccinated. Correct. Or you cannot get onto a plane because another country might have a requirement that you right. must be vaccinated before you come into the country. So these will be their creative ways to getting around it, to saying you must be vaccinated. Squeezing you in. Yeah. And, and it's times like this, Marquis Deverell, Samuel Kuchera, and Cherokee Black were all indigenous peoples. It's times like this that I say, would those people have created some foolishness like this? They were wandering peoples. The globe is meant to be traveled. It's so unfortunate that that's you a possibility. You can't go to certain countries in Africa without getting a yellow fever shot, though. You know, and even though I have, I have, I'm allergic to things and stuff like that. When I went to Africa, 
I had to find a way to take the shot, even though it might have, I had to do it one cc at a time. It's five cc's because I wanted to go to Africa. So I'm saying some things you might have to do in traveling, but I don't think that that should be required in the United States. That's now, my sister, may I bring something up, please? And this is this is a point for me. It's like the minority thing. Would you please tell the audience where you visited in Africa? Because Africa consists of 52 countries and we need to make them aware of that. They need to think differently that Africa is not a country, it is nations. So okay. where did you visit in, in Africa? Uh, uh, the Ivory Coast, Senegal, um, Ghana, Egypt and Morocco. Thank you, call it out because I want people to become more educated about what Africa is so that they're not assuming that every disease comes from Africa or Asia, okay? I know our president wants to call it the Wuhan virus, but, <laughs> but Dr. Judy says it was created in a lab. She speaks very poorly of Dr. Fauci. She speaks very, she says what they did to mitigate the HIV virus. She talked about what they did to mitigate the coronavirus. And this is what we have. So someone who is HIV positive or has AIDS can't get on the plane or can't <laughs> go to the next state or, or what are we doing, you know? She said um, it was created in a US lab and taken to China. That was incorrect. It was created in China, period. I was there. Okay. Well, were you in the lab? <laughs> no, I wasn't in the lab, but I was there okay. in China. Okay. Well, we have a we have a doctor we have a doctor here on the panel, and she is a doctor, and this is her line of work. When someone is a whistleblower and they come forth and put their lives on the line, there needs to be some level of credence given to that because of the fact that who the hell would want to risk creating an enemy of the United States government? Who would want to do that? So you're saying that she must be believed? I'm saying that she needs to be listened to and taken seriously. I because remember, be remember. I think okay, Tara Reid needs to be taken, listened to, and taken seriously. Yeah? Okay, but the problem is well, Tara Reid hasn't listen. killed anybody, and neither has and, Joe Biden. And, and, I has, think that and, she, I, and she has some credibility I, issues. Okay, okay. So, okay. Brian, you well, said she has credibility issues. Cherokee, what were you saying? Okay, I think that all the information is good so that we can, as, as intelligent people, can decide for ourselves. I mean, everybody has a right to say whatever their agenda is, and we need to know what they're saying. Right on. And I, and I, and I believe that the doctor understands what the agenda is, and she's put that out there. Her book is flying off the shelves. <laughs> she makes a lot of sense. Bobby. Just because you're in a paper bag, don't think we forgot about you. <laughs> of course. We, we love you because you're wearing paper and not plastic, which means it's recyclable. People are suffocating. <laughs> I don't get a heavy CO2 buildup in this bag either. Okay, but if you're not wearing a mask, I can't serve you in my business. And if you decide you want to get married to another man, I won't serve you in my business. If I and then I'm going to think... I'm going to think of another reason that I can't serve you. Could you, I'm going to let you close the show. Can you give me your final thought, please? Wow. Um, let me say this about viral. I've never had a flu shot in my life. I don't plan on it. I eat healthy. I live healthy. And I think we as citizens of this great country should be allowed to make our own choices. I'm giving you a thumbs up for that statement. 
And that and that was a period. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so from what I understand, we're down to about two to three minutes. Everybody, I'm going to go through really, really quickly. I want one word. Brian Parker, sum it up. One word. Economic lockdown. One word. In, oh, God. One word. I have no idea. I can't go one word. I'm sorry. Okay, so the word for, from you would be speechless. Uh, Mine Daniel is Don. Oh, okay. Necessary. Okay. Necessary. Okay, but it might continue. Uh, D Daniel John, go ahead. Okay. One word. Um, economic lockdown uh, has benefited Johnson & Johnson. They got $500 uh, million out of this from the government. NIH got federal funding, uh, lots of extra funding. Some people are benefiting, not everyone. Johnson hmm? Johnson needs it because they're being sued because people are dying from ovarian cancer because it's, of baby pack. No, this is just for creating a, a, a vaccine for uh, coronavirus. They've been given 500 million. And they just made an announcement today saying that they should be coming out with one shortly. They're in stage two or whatever, which is actually not that far ahead. Okay. So... Um, I'm Can I add my one word? Yes. Economic lockdown. Right on. And lockdown is what I hear in jail when you're uh, required to stay in your cell and you're not allowed to move from place to place. I feel like I'm in jail. The only thing is, is I have a refrigerator. So um, that brings me to Brian Parker gave me his word. Cherokee Black, you gave me your word? Isolation. Oh, wow. Mm. I, live with a cat. I, I live with a cat. I need a hug. Just saying. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Get a dog, Cherokee. I can't. Where my building does not allow dogs. It's dog, it's, it's dog friendly. Isn't that crazy? That's the Upper West Side. Now, uh, I'd like to go to Mr. Samuel Kuchera. Give me your one word, brother. Two words necessary good or greater good. Good, greater good. Okay. I'm going to thank everyone for tuning into Verbal Assault live stream. Um, there's something going on with the virus, and the fact of the matter is, is that people are losing money. Jeff Bezos isn't, Michael Bloomberg isn't, and several billionaires are not. Uh, this is no longer about right and left because the right wants businesses to open, and blue states supposedly are more concerned about the lockdown and being safe. At the end of the day. I don't see why anyone should have to take a vaccine that they don't want to take. Um, I, I don't see why um, we should go into the Great Depression when we're touting our economy and how good we are. But it's an election year, so sometimes people are going to do things that's not in our best interest, but in their interests. I really want to thank my panel because I think that you all gave a very full rounded discussion uh, calling the show now Verbal Assault Livestream almost seems like a misnomer, but that's the name of the show, damn it. And if you decide to get passionate or swear or, or, or yell, if that's what needs to be done for you to be heard, so be it. And sometimes that means the destruction of relationships or, or businesses or a lifestyle and a complete redo. Sometimes that's what it requires. I've seen it and I've been there. So thank you all for being part of our audience. We're listeners supported. Please contribute. Patreon, Twitch, 
Anchor. Give what you can as you can. We do appreciate your contribution. Also, please make sure you're subscribing, liking, and following because if we exist, we need to know who you are and where you're coming from. We can only do that if you're connecting with us, okay? I'm Marquis Devereaux, and I look forward to having you on Friday when we will discuss the Trump Tech Foundation accused of fraud. The suit moves forward.